What up, what up, what up, what up? You tuned in to the Jose Morales Podcast, where we talk sports, business, and everything in between. I am your host, Jose Morales, and we're at my boxing academy. Joining me in the ring today is someone very special, my brother, Eddie Eric Andrade. Andrade. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, Eddie is probably one of the persons, there's a lot of people, but this is probably one of the biggest influencers and really saved my life to be where I am today and it started as a kid so without this guy here I probably would not be here and mm. I play you play a big part of it did you know that you played a big part of my life like that well I'd like I'd like to say that God God is the one that that saved you yeah but he God. used me as a vessel to do so so all the glory to God for that yes but did you know that did you know that that you that you uh, saved my life? Did you know that? No, I don't. I don't think I ever really understood. Uh, you know, to to that extent, anyway. Yeah, I I, 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 kn- I, I knew we were I, having fun. I knew we were having fun and just kicking it, and hanging out. But. Yeah. So yeah, I was pretty. We'll, we'll get into that. Um, I never really told anybody, but I'll get into it with you. Um, but we're gonna talk about. It's pretty much we're gonna talk about uh, God. Mm. We're going to talk about uh, gangs, mm. and we're going to talk about business, your business, yep, life, family. So we're going to talk about all those things. But first, before I start talking about all that, I'm going to let you guys know who this guy is, because you guys are probably like, who is he? Who is he? I want to know who he is. He is one of those. What did you tell me that lady called you? I've been called a unicorn. Yeah, unicorn. Yeah, the lady called you a unicorn because this guy does not have no social media. You're not going to find him on Instagram. You're not going to find him on Facebook. You're not going to see him anywhere. Not yep. even on the, you, you won't find him. He's nothing. And he's an alien. He's not <laughs> from here. He's from another planet. So, um, he, uh, if you, if those that have been in the gym, he has uh, the logo on the, on the canvas. And also if you've ever paid attention on the fight shirts, his logos on there on Davis trunks, when he's fighting, his, his logos on there. It says a visions technology and a visions technology is his business. Uh, tell us a little bit about a visions technology, what it is and what you do. Well, we, uh, we are, uh, I'm a licensed contractor. So it's a, it's a business in the electrical industry. Um, we right now we mainly do basically just utility construction. So we build the utility lines, aerial underground, uh, got into that niche probably, probably about four or five years ago um and uh before he's that, the guy building the 5g towers you know how people all those people tripping balls about 5g this guy is the one who put them up nah. <laughs> <laughs> not not really the 5g towers but <laughs> i'm joking you know i was just yeah tired. i had to say that because you know right now people are going nuts over that you yeah know, on, on youtube yeah and and uh they're like oh no 5g we're gonna die and i already told you yeah. How do you get rid of 5G? Yeah. Don't use your phone. Don't use your phone. Don't use your phone. Don't get a 5G phone. Yeah. <laughs> and what's the chance of people doing that? That ain't going to happen. Yeah, no, so then, no quit, then quit complaining that they're building it because yeah. we're the ones asking for it. Yeah. Demanding it. Anyways, we're getting off subject. <laughs> uh, so that's what you do. Uh, yep. This guy is uh, from the beginning. He's always supported the business. Mm. And I wanted to say this. I don't know if you remember this, but when I first got the gym, uh, when I first got the gym, he came in. I remember it was like my f- second week in business. He came in, signed up, signed his wife up, 
got gear, got all this, and never once came. <laughs> never once came. Not yeah. once. Do you remember that? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. And Had I to come and show the love though. Yeah, and, 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 and that's what I think about now. I'm like, he didn't do it because he because he wanted a box or because he wanted to work out. He did it because he was just showing love. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And things like that is like, man, I will not, I don't forget things like that. I don't forget things. And, and I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but all those, all that love you showed me throughout your entire life, day in, day out, still to this day, is something that it will forever be in my heart and I will forever be thankful for you for all that. And mm-hmm. uh, I love you to death for things like that. Little things like that that you do. Very genuine, very, she's a good person. You've always set the example for me to what to be like as a man and as a person and as a human. And thank you for that, Eddie. I think you deserve uh, credit and people need to know that mm-hmm. you're doing that. And I'm going to be the one to tell them because you definitely affected my life. Well, you, know, you know I love you, hermanito. For real. You so know, um, I love you, man. Back to the story. The reason why uh, I wanted to bring this up, the main subject, what I wanted to talk about before I, I had, had to mention why we're so connected. We're brothers. His mom and my mom are first cousins. They grew up together. My mom and her and his mom were uh, like best friends growing up. So not mm-hmm. only were they cousins, my mom left to Guadalajara together the, uh, with his mom. They grew up in the same everything together. They were best cousins. Right. And so as kids, we grew up together, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, uh, side by side, fought each other. We were known as Diablitos. Los Diablitos, the yeah. Little devils. We little devils. Fuck everything up, mess everything up. Uh, we, would be, we, were, we were just all about trouble. Uh, yep. The good old times. <laughs> and and, the, and the, this is where our brotherly, you know, bond grew from, is mm-hmm. that we were together all the time. And... He, he was always playing sports, doing this. And I saw his trophies. I saw everything that he was doing. And I was like, damn, that's tight. Actually, I never even played any sports. I, you were the one I wanted to do. Um, I saw you always getting trophies. Like, shit, I need to give me some of those. <laughs> and I didn't get to start playing sports until high school. Uh, but you were that one that was always keeping that fire lit for me that, man, I want to do that one day. So, mm. but anyways that's our history as far as how we were connected mm. um later on it was during what what age did you move to idaho how were you, you i was just getting ready to enter the eighth grade yeah so yeah he lived here here in sacramento california he moved to idaho with his dad yep um and you lived there for two years you said three years yeah it was about two and a half years so i left like in the summer leading up to eighth grade and then came back late summer uh end of ninth grade yeah end of freshman year in high school yeah and i think this one made a big drastic change freddie do you think it changed you going out because i think you did it did it made a it made a big change that's where that's where god got a hold of my heart yep where he got a hold of my life and this is where because look before he left him and i were over here messing everything up anything <laughs> that came in across our way we were tearing it up from beating people up to to uh beating our sisters up <laughs> Because we both hated our older sisters. Yeah. Um, yeah. A fun fact too: those that seen Dina in the gym, Dina is this is uh, their brother and sister. So this is a uh, this is the clip right here. Dina's the one that actually makes all our posters for our fights. You mm-hmm. see her in the gym; she's always laughing. Good girl. Yeah. If she's not laughing, she's on her way to get Dutch Bros. Mm-hmm. It's one or the other. 
Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, uh, but anyways, during that time when you left to Idaho, those two, three years that you were gone, and then you came back, I remember when you came back, it was like a whole nother Eddie. To mm-hmm. me, it was. I was mm-hmm. like, what the hell happened to Eddie? Mm-hmm. Where, where, Where's the Eddie I remember? Because now yep. Eddie was all about God. Yep. He converted. He gave his God. You gave your your heart to the Lord. Yep. You were you were no longer the Eddie that I had remembered prior yep. to leaving. Yep. What happened there? Tell me what what happened. How did you How did you How did God come in your life? Well, um, you know, at first it wasn't. You know, uh, it was just me. I wanted to get to know who who my dad was. Uh, didn't didn't really know him much at all through through childhood you know had some memories here and there and when he was in prison he would send uh you know little pictures you know like he would they would make little crafts in prison oh yeah i remember those yeah. remember that one that blue one he yeah. made that was a square it was like I'll a never cube. Forget that. yes it's like a picture holder yeah um and uh i always thought that was cool i'm like damn your dad is sending you tight tight ass stuff <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that was really kind of the main thing and my mom I think she kind of saw, you know, what was happening in my life at the time and, and the people that I was starting to hang around with. What was happening? And it was just, you know, I was starting to hang out, you know, with more uh, with more gangbangers, you mm-hmm. know, in the neighborhood yeah. um, over there back behind uh, the Sunrise Mall. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, and, and obviously the people that would come over, you know, from Sayonara and yeah. whatnot. Um, and uh, so my mom, she was like, you know, she's like, hey, you're going to go live with your dad, you know, and I was like, that's probably the best decision she made <laughs> for real. Yeah, no, it, it was. It was all, you know, I mean, God's timing. I mean, God, God was definitely over that situation, you know, even even before I knew him. Right. You know, he 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 knew me, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Um, and uh, so any, I go up there and uh, I'm, I'm starting to get to know my dad and uh, he uh would would start taking me to church he'd be like hey let's go to church and i was like you know and I, the only church i knew growing up was catholic we, churches huh catholic churches yeah it was a catholic church here and there you know that that you know our moms would take us to you know for it was mainly like quinceanera parties yeah. and stuff like that um That's typical catholic yep <laughs> yep exactly <laughs> yep once or twice a year yeah um easter christmas and yeah. quinceanera baby not, and not, there's not, a wedding that you're lucky <laughs> <laughs> at least in the hispanic culture anyway right that's yeah. that's kind of how that works out um but uh you know he he wanted me to go to church with them and i you know i was like okay well what is that you know so I, we we go and he takes me and uh it was a pentecostal church you know so it was real funky for me at first because i would see you know the the full-on like pentecostal you know service you're going like two three hours long right Damn. sometimes four hours deep yeah because the catholic one is quick it's 40 40 minutes 40 45 you kneel down stand up yeah. kneel down stand up you go home and you you're out yeah yeah, yeah you go about, about your business but no it was like two three four hours deep sometimes and 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 then it was like uh you know and then people were speaking in tongues you know i mean it was getting buck wild and i'm like what the heck is this I'm like, Dad, where the heck did you take me to, man? <laughs> I'm like, what the heck did you join? I'm like, what is this? You know? So I, I, I ignored it. <laughs> so I, I, I ignored it for the longest time. I was like, you know, so eighth grade, you know, all my eighth grade year, you know, I was still, I go to school and, and be a hooligan. 
And it, w- it was kind of a culture shock for me because uh, when I when I went there, when I was going to eighth grade in, in Idaho in this a small town called uh, Caldwell, Caldwell, Idaho, uh, there was uh, maybe, there was maybe, I don't know, maybe 10 Hispanics, 10, 10 to 15 Hispanics, and then the rest of them were, were, were white. You know what I'm saying? Just, you know, but there's a couple Native Americans too. But there was no black people, not a single black person, not a single one. Right? You said the only one there was a black person. He was uh, playing basketball for Utah State for Bo- Boise State. Yeah, Boise State. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. If if any black person was there, it was because they had gotten a scholarship to like Boise State <laughs> on on the football or basketball team. Um, but uh, uh so you, that's how you came across. God for the first time church is Pentecostal yeah yeah the, so the, how did, the, the, how did the Pentecostal that, how did church that, how did you get connected to it like what drew your interest if you thought it was so weird at the beginning how did you finally well connect? the only the only way it was going to work was if God got a hold of my heart mm-hmm. so you know what, what I'm saying because it, it was all weird to me right it was all funky um but it actually it actually came to be uh after my ninth you know towards the end of my ninth grade year my freshman year in high school um I went to a service uh and, and and before that, uh, I was friends with this one other guy that was there, and that was really the only reason I would go is because him and I he was he was uh, the pastor's kid, he was one of the pastor's kids. There was a couple pastors there, and my uncle Mitio Ambrosio was uh, which is a cousin on my dad's cousin. Um, he was the pastor of the church, and uh, but then there was us all, uh, other pastors on staff. Well, anyway, one of his sons, one of that other pastor's sons, uh, him and I would always cause trouble, you know, in church. We'd always, you know, be distracting people and just being stupid, you know. And uh, but one day, um, you know, it was a, it was like a like a healing service, like a you know kind of a healing thing that they were doing. And um, and I was just sitting there, I was just waiting for it to be over. But uh, uh, I had uh, seen, uh, you know, it was a guy that you know had gone up and given his testimony uh about being a former homosexual right and a former. uh yeah I'm a former yeah he was nah. gay and then uh and then he completely changed and had a family and the whole deal and and you know it was kind of strange to me i was like huh former. that's kind of weird right i don't know if you can be a former <laughs> i'm still stuck on the word former <laughs> Well, that's what that's that's you know, that, that's what happens when God gets a hold of your heart, man. I don't know, man. It changes man, your you life. Suck dick was, man. No, you no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm I'm saying, man, that's what God does, man. All right, you, keep going, cha- keep going. I'm you, I'm gonna act like I didn't hear that. So yeah, you hear this story, and, and then what, it, but besides that, there was so there was that guy that gave that testimony, and then there was another guy who went up there and had an issue. Uh, he always had to wear. Uh, like these crutches, right? And I always seen him with these crutches. Always, always, always seen him with these crutches. And uh, he goes up to get prayed over for healing. And uh, this homeboy, after they're done praying, this homeboy gets up and starts doing laps around the church with no crutches. And it tripped me out, bro. I'm being honest, man. You know me, man. I'm straight up. I'm a straight shooter. You know what I'm saying? And so that kind of that kind of really opened my eyes in a way where I was like, and then it all started clicking. It all started clicking because, uh, you know, 
I had noticed the difference in my dad, right? He, you know, he wouldn't drink. He, you know, it was like, it, it just all started clicking at once. Like, oh man, you know, like this is, there's, there's something to this. You know what I'm saying? So that mm. night, that night I go home and I always, my dad had given me this, this Spanish Bible. It was a Spanish Bible and uh, it was a blue one and, and it was always there. I just never read it, you know? And that night I went home and I was like, it just, it, I, there was something in me. I was like I, a feeling of like, I need to read it. Like I need to know who this God is that just, you know, healed this guy that was walking in all the time with crutches could barely always needed help to sit down to get up. You know what I'm saying? He had like a defect in his, in his leg. And, um, so you uh, saw this guy for a long I, time. I, I seen this guy, yeah, for, for a long for time. like the couple years, yeah, that I was living there. So for a couple Always, years, you saw him there, yes. needing help, standing up, needing help. So this was a guy deal. that just got some crunches. In the no, bank. no, no, no. This was for real. Okay, that's why I was tripping. That's why I was tripping. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's why it got a, That's why it got my attention so much. And uh, so, like, but like I said, everything else started clicking. Like, oh man, this is there's something there's something to this because my you know my dad started changing and then all of a sudden you know i see this and it just so anyway i go home I, and i actually started reading the bible and i don't I, I i must have stayed up till maybe two or three in the morning just reading the bible like just you know trying to figure out like okay who is this who is this god like who is he you know you know what i'm saying like has he done this before you know so i'm i'm reading you know from Gen from genesis just going all the way through and um uh, I end up, uh, I end up praying that night before I go to bed and I was like, you know, it's just like the Holy spirit got a hold of my heart. And, and I said, all right, Lord, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you a shot. You know, I seen you change my dad's life. I just saw some crazy stuff at the <laughs> church. You know, this has to be real. You know, there's gotta be, there's gotta be truth to this. So, um, the very next day. It was such a drastic transformation. I mean, when the Holy Spirit gets a hold of your heart, it's such a drastic transformation. You want to get rid of everything. You want to completely change your life. You know, it's just this feeling that, you know, it's like God, you know, it, everything just starts be, begins to make sense. Right. Everything begins to click, you know, like everything in life led up to this moment. You know what I'm saying? Of, of getting to know who who the creator of the universe is. Right. And, and that he put us here for a purpose greater than us. And. So I go to school the next day and, uh, you know, I, I, I had a girlfriend and, you know, we, we would, uh, uh, you know, always be doing stupid stuff. Doing the nasty. Yeah. You know, going to the movies and, you know, she didn't even want to shoot. Like we, we go into the movie theater and she was like, you know, her name, her name was Jessica. Uh, and she was like, let's go to the house. Yeah. No, she was like, let's, let's just go to the top. The, uh, like oh, as soon as we go into the top. movie theater, yeah, she's like, she's like, let's just go to the top and go make out, you know, and and get frisky, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, dude, dude yeah, nasty. Yeah, well, times. Once once God got a hold of my heart, I start. I felt convicted of those things. I felt convicted, like man, we we probably shouldn't be doing that, you know. Like this is somebody's daughter, you know. She they don't even know she's doing this, right? And uh, so the next day I go to school, and and everybody knew at school that that we were dating right because i was in sports i was a jock i was a you know a soccer player i mean i was on the varsity team as a freshman you know what i'm saying mm. um and uh uh so um 
and she was uh she was a cheerleader i believe she was a cheerleader uh and also she played soccer as well i think but anyway so everybody at school knew us you know and then when i broke up with her uh she started crying everybody's tripping on me like hey bro why'd you break up with her man i can't believe you you know you're so stupid and i said because man god changed my heart and then when i told her that she was like she started crying she's like why didn't you just tell me that she's like we could have started going to church together i was like what you mean going to church together and she was like she's like yeah i've been raised in church my whole life she's like i've been going to youth group she's like we you know i've been raised in church my whole life and i was like dang man i was like and you never once said anything to me about jesus i was like sounds like you got to get some stuff straightened out yourself you know so anyway yeah that's you know after that it was just like full bore you know i was just reading the bible every day just studying 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 man and it just you know and 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 then so that was towards the end of my freshman year in high school right and i had a decision to make at that point right it was like okay i'm either gonna stay here and 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 and, and be here right or uh you know the the people that kept coming to mind that people that kept coming to mind was you was my sisters was was paco and edgar and bianca and everybody over there and and, and casey you remember casey right everybody who was who who i loved you know who were you know the closest to me you know what i'm saying just kept popping in my head like you know they got to know they got to know the truth you know they got to know this truth they got to know this truth they got to know god you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. And so I finally, I told, you know, so I told my dad, I said, Hey, I'm going to move back to, I'm going to move back to California with my mom. And, um, and he was like, okay, you know, and that's when you came back and that's when I came back. Yeah. yeah and that during that time for me, this is why I tell you it changed my life <clears throat> during that time. I was at a point where, uh, I was, I don't know. I felt like this always in my life that if you're Mexican, you pretty much get assumed to be in a gang right away. Mm -hmm. like there's no there's no ifs buts about it you're either that or you're this <clears throat> there's no you can't just be a normal guy going to school right you know what i mean you're right. right away you're either with them or with them yeah so when i was in school and this was at this time uh where i was at i was super super close to like because where i lived in my or my neighborhood I was around all the Southern Mexicans. All the Southern Mexicans lived in my neighborhood. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All of them. Yep. But when I went to school and when I rode the bus, I didn't connect with the Southern Mexicans because I was not from LA. I'm not, I, I didn't like, I didn't, I, that just was, that's just who I wasn't. I'm like, I, I'm from Northern California. I'm like, I'm not going to be over here banging on Southern California, uh, <laughs> uh, banging the South and being all this. So for me, uh, I would have funk with the Southerners because of that. But then the Northerners didn't like me because I lived in the Southern hood where all the Southerners lived in, in, in the school. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This yeah. was going on when you were in Idaho. This is before you yeah. got in Idaho. This yeah. is what, what was going on in my life. And so I'll get on the bus with a whole bunch of Southerners, get out of, show up to school. And the school I went to was an ESL. So it's all Mexicans, bro. Yeah. Everybody is English second language. It's all immigrants, bro. Yeah. And I get out I get out of the school. I'm walking through and I get off the southern bus, bro. Everyone on my bus is a southerner. 
So all the Northerners fucking hated my ass. Right away, they're like, oh, that fool's a fucking scrap. Yeah. That ass started talking smack to me. So now me, I didn't like them because of that. I was like, man, these fools are... And I never liked the word scrap because to me, the reason why I never liked that word is the where it originated from. It originated of being a scrap, like a leftover. Be pretty much saying when they crossed the border and they got here, these are all leftovers. Yeah. And that's where the Southerners came from. That's why they call it that. So to me, I took it offense because it's the whole crossing the border, the immigration, not because... Not because of that. So I always hated that word. I just didn't like hearing anyone being called that. Yeah. And then, um, and so for me, I was always, I, I was never in bond with any of them. Neither, neither of them liked me. I had friends on the both sides, but neither of them liked me. <laughs> and, uh, uh, and I had funk with that all the time. So when I was in school, the only ones that would that would uh, somewhat back me up are the dudes that I was that lived next to me, the dudes that lived upstairs, the dudes that lived next to me. And these were all Southerners. Yeah. So anytime I got beat up, I got jumped or something, the son of the Southerners backed me up because they were my neighbors. Uh, I had friends that were Northerners that loved me because I like I was a Kings fan. Kings always connect very well with the Northerners because yeah. Southerners usually Lakers. Yeah. Northerners are usually Kings fans. So, and I've always been a Kings fan. So they always like, like me because of that. And another reason I didn't really connect with them is because Northerners, for the most part, at least in my neighborhood, didn't really speak too much Spanish. Mm. Northerners yeah, usually yeah. spoke more English. Mm -hmm. Southern, I didn't speak that good of English, bro. So I, my, my English to be around them was not the, I, 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 I tended, because oh, I'm, I'm Mexican, bro. I'm first generation Mexican. Yeah. So. I I tend everything to match to be a Southerner. I just wasn't down with the Lakers, and I wasn't down with L.A. So I said, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. But anyways, so this was going on in my life. This yep. is where we start. Uh, uh, I was fighting both. I was literally fighting a Northerner one day. Next day, I'm fighting a Southerner because they saw me <laughs> doing this. I was dating a girl that her family is all Northerners. Mm. And uh, all her family hated my ass. She hated my. I mean, uh, anyways, it was just thing after thing, right? Yeah. And um, there was it. It got to a point where I was. Uh, my boy went to a party, and that boy that went to the party was uh, my close ass friend. All these, all these uh, northerners that wanted to kick my ass or whatever were there saw him someone said oh that's jose's homie mm. they thought they said hey that's jose and they went up and grabbed them beat the fuck out of him put guns to him they're about to kill this guy they're literally about to kill him at a party bro they pissed wow. him up on they're about to shoot him and they were like yo this is not even jose bro i told you that's jose's friend and my boy's fucking getting his ass kicked bro on the floor and then uh, he comes up to me. He comes up to my house. You remember he shows up to my house, knocks on my door. He's like, hey. He's all, I don't know what you did to them motherfuckers, but they almost killed my ass because they thought it was you. <laughs> they, almost, they, always, they almost killed my ass because they thought it was you. Wow. So this was the shit that was going on with me. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then, uh, at, and then during this time, here comes fucking Eddie back from Idaho. <laughs> and, and you pop up in my life, right? Yeah. And when you show up in my life, 
the memories that I had with you is our childhood memories. And yeah. Everything, you know what I mean? So yeah. I was already so connected with you. I loved you to death. You know what I mean? And you start talking all this God shit to me. I'm like, what the fuck is that? What you mean God, bro? <laughs> like, come on, bro. We, where did the hell this come from? Yeah. And me personally, I'll be real. I was like, nah, I'll give him a couple months. He'll forget about it. Yeah. Give him a year. He'll forget about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's, that's literally what I thought. Mm -hmm. And, um, I'll be, I cannot believe it's been, I don't know how many years your ass is still the same way. This guy does not cuss, does not drink, does not smoke, does not anything. And he knows his shit like no other. Like he's, he is the definition of a person that, that is a, a, a true man of God. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And, and, and this is where your example, the way you let that drew me to it. Cause I saw how you were about it. And I saw how you were at, and that's when I gave my heart to the Lord. And then when I gave my heart to the Lord during that time period, I started distancing myself from everybody in the gang violence. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. All those dudes, even my neighbors, everything. I started, I, I just started distancing myself. And that's when I got into boxing. And then it was boxing and church. Yeah. Boxing and church. Yep. And, and that's what I mean by it saved my life. Because if that would have never happened... I almost got killed. I had almost got, my friend almost got killed because they thought it was me. Yeah. A month, two months prior to that. Yeah. And now this happened. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And um, so that right there, just that happening really changed me. I actually later on, and another thing that changed me, the fact that I changed my high school. I went to your high school. Yeah. Just to kick it with this guy because we, we didn't grow up in the same neighborhood. I never went yeah. to school with him ever. Yeah. Never. And I changed. I went to Mesa for you because yeah. you were at Mesa. Yeah. I wasn't even supposed to go to Mesa. Yeah. I went there because you were there. Yeah. And but that was probably the best decision ever because it completely just took me away from my neighborhood. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It took me when I went to Mesa. I had no nobody. I didn't yeah. know anybody. I didn't know anybody at all. So it made me start fresh. New yeah. friends, people that didn't know me, didn't yeah. know my background, didn't yeah. know anything about me. And uh, I got there expecting to hang out with fucking Eddie. And this guy has a girlfriend, bro. <laughs> this guy has a girlfriend. And not once big, did big we mistake, hang out. Big mistake, man. Not once did we hang out. My freshman year, he was a senior. Not once did we hang out because yeah, he was with was, his damn girl the whole yeah, damn time. That was a big mistake, man. But to, to this day, and, and, and you know, man, I've and you and I had a conversation about it before. But I would say, uh, you know. Uh, just even how all that kind of turned out, you know, between me and that girl, uh, my senior year in high school. I mean, it was just a big mistake all the way around. All it did was literally just took up my time away from being able to hang out with you. Yeah. You know, that's and, cool, though. You live and, and learn. You know, and, hey, and it's, I, I don't I don't I don't I don't blame you, bro. It's cool because it saved it saved me. I, I made new friends. I made that had nothing to do with gangs. I made yeah. new uh, everything so i made new friendships which was good so it was actually a good thing for me yeah um so don't feel bad about it bro it's cool yeah you get yours baby. it was a big mistake man no, i mean it, like i said it just it's one of those things man where you know yeah i mean god had gotten a hold of my heart you know but at the same time you know i'm not perfect and i i got distracted you know and you know it just it, it was it was all bad man it just it was a, it was a waste of time all the way around. I mean, I you know to be honest, um, the whole reason I even got with that girl was because she, I, I was good friends with her brother, 
we were on the same soccer team. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and then um, uh, I somehow ended up finding out through the grapevine. I think it was a different a different friend, a mutual friend that her and I had that was like, hey, this girl kind of likes you. Da da da. And uh, and oh, it's Eric's sister. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, I was like, well, I can't, I can't, I can't diss I can't, him like I that. I cannot say no. I, I can't diss him. So I, I mean, at the beginning, <laughs> it was literally just like just being friends, right? But it, I mean, it, it it took up too much of my time, man. It Not was, cool. Don't don't beat yourself up for it. But anyways, I got a, a, you took me away from where I was at. It was good. You ended up graduating. Uh, I ended up staying there. And it was cool. It was good. I think it was the best high school for me as far as staying sane away from, not staying sane, that's not the correct word, but staying in a good path without easily distracting and starting falling apart. Yeah. So it was good. It was actually really good for me. Um, But the the reason why I bring this up, so during that time period, I think there was a solid year in my life where I was really uh, big on church no cussing i didn't cuss it was during that time i didn't cuss i didn't i was doing everything yeah. that i could you yeah. remember no, I, was, I, I was doing man, I, good. I, I remember bro the day that you gave your heart to the lord bro we were, we were sitting in your room yeah bro, i was you you straight busted up every tupac cd oh and, yeah yeah and, and I, that, I was that, like bro i changed that, everything that night bro and and i knew bro i knew I knew what was happening because I was there too, right? Yeah. I knew that the Holy Spirit was getting a hold of your heart, bro. Yeah. I knew it because I had been through the same exact. I was like, man, and that that night, remember that night, you know, uh, or I don't know if it was that night or or, or a few nights after, uh, you were like, hey, man, I want to get baptized. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And yeah we, so I went hard about it, bro. Yeah. I went hard. And then uh, I actually later on, I don't think you know this, but I got later on like really turned down by religion yeah. and church and everything. And there was a point, I think when I was like early twenties where I was like, there's no God. I became like an atheist, bro. Mm. Like I fucking hated anything to do with anything with God. Yeah. And uh, the reason why I became that way is because I, I would go to church or something and then I see how people were. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, bro, this is fake ass shit, bro. Like, da 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 da. Or it's always money, it's always this. And I was like, fuck that. I don't want nothing to do with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't want anything to do with, with, um, that. It's fake. I don't want to do with it. And then I and and I started judging God off what people were doing in church, which really isn't right. But that's what I started doing. Yeah. And that's when yeah. I was like, you know why I don't want nothing to do with it fuck all that and i and and for a long period of my time i had like a strong belief that there was no god there was no nothing yeah i made myself believe that and i never went to church or nothing i let it be it slowly came back little by little where i was like i just feel it in my heart bro like i'm being Mm. blessed bro i'm blessed in so many ways i got a beautiful family i got yeah everything you know it's like bro this this is too too good for me not to have to for not be i mean like this is crazy and that's when i just started like praying and stuff like that but now i just feel like i don't think religion necessarily is like uh, is the correct word because mm. i don't really believe in like mm. going to church and 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 
all all these things. I don't know. That's just me. That's just how I am. I just yeah. believe like I believe in God. I pray. I, I give thanks. Yeah. But as long as you're a good person and you're a good so a good, you know, what I mean, you're good doing good things. You're not being a dick. You're not going over there being a bad person. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's good. Bro. I mean, that's just how I feel. That's how I am. You know, what yeah. I mean, I'm I'm doing everything. I'm not going around preaching. I'm not going around reading the Bible to people. Yeah. But I'm being a good person and I'm trying to make positive impact in people's lives. And as long as I could do that, because that's what happened to me and someone saved my life like that. And I could do that same God work like that. That's just how I am. I don't know if there's a right way to yeah. look at it, but that's what makes me happy and keeps me going every day. Well, um, everybody's at at a different point in their in their process of sanctification. Mm. You know what I'm saying? We're always going to be working. It's always going to be, you know. It, we're, we're never just going to get there, you know. Nobody's perfect. Everybody's at a different point in their walk with God. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, just remember, uh, remember that it's, that it's God that, that saved your life that day. Yeah, for sure. God is the one that saved your life that day. It you is. know what I'm saying? And so, um, you know, and I, I just, you know, I'm, I'm blessed and honored that he, he, he chose me to, to be able to, yeah. you know, have, you know, such a amazing little brother that. No, you made a huge impact. You know what I'm for saying? Sure. For sure. You made a big impact. Um, what, what, tell me now, uh, what, I wanted to talk about your business. So when I was with you on the mountains and we were doing everything, I think I told you this. The thing that I love the most about your business and what you do is how precise and how much pride you take into every job you're doing. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. Every little thing you do, you make sure it's perfect and it's to the T. It don't matter how much time it takes. You make sure it's exactly how it's supposed to be. What do you, I, that's what I think it's amazing about it. What do you think your company, what makes you, that you're being hired different than all the other companies? Um, well, first and foremost, God, bro, you got to have God in the business, man. God is, is if you don't have the foundation right, don't matter what you build on top of it, it's going to come down. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because you do. You 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 put it in a lot of different places. I mean, you put it on the shirt. You yeah. put it on the logo. Yeah. You do, for sure, give glory to God in everything you do. Yep. Yep. That's so, got to that's gotta be number one. That's got to be number one. That's the foundation. And then on top of that, um, you know, it's, it's, it's just working hard yeah you're a good leader working hard i told man. you you're a good leader that day because uh you're there and you're actually grinding you know what i mean you're yeah. there and you're helping them yeah you're making their job easier you're yeah. not a you're not sitting back just telling everybody what to do yeah you got to get in the trenches with them man yeah and you're doing that so i that's what i saw and i told you bro i admire you bro you got your stuff on lock bro and i, yeah. I told you you could blow that up and you're a great leader and you're a great person um so i just wanted to make sure i brought that up yeah um Anything you want to add before we, I'm going to go into asking you random questions that have nothing to do with what we talked about. You, know I mean? you, you want to add anything? Um, anything? Anybody? Love you, bro. I love you too, bro. <laughs> All right. I'm going to start asking you random questions. Favorite restaurant in SAC? You can't think about it too much, man. You just got to mm. say it right away. Boom. Favorite restaurant in Anywhere Sac. in this area. It could be Auburn. I already know what you're going to say. It could be Roseville, Grass Valley, Elk Grove, Gall. It could be anywhere in the 916. Oh, 530. <laughs> Let's go anywhere. Tell me. Favorite restaurant. Uh, the there's a, there's a little lunch truck uh, 
over off of um because look this guy knows how to stockton eat, boulevard there's a little lunch truck over off of stockton boulevard bro next to an uh o'reilly's auto zone or uh, o'reilly's auto parts oh i know um, you're talking about 47th and uh that is 47th and martin luther king yeah bro they those homies be getting down with the freaking what do you get ceviche tacos bro and the freaking ceviche tacos. yeah bro like the you know the fish the they man they just ceviche they, tacos, they hook bro. it up I man i've ever had ceviche tacos. yeah bro they hook it up man the it's it's a uh, they're from nayarit the, the the people there are from nayarit man and they're mm. they freaking know how to cook up some good freaking fish tacos ceviche tacos bro tostadas i mean it's like it's it's the bomb bro yeah In sacramento that's that's that would be my go-to spot man that would be my go-to right. spot um tell me something about you that not that many people know uh well i think you've already said it i have no social media <laughs> <laughs> how do you do it what's the secret to being successful with no social media hard work hard work man you hard reap work. what you sow applying biblical principles to life uh and, and in business right you reap what you sow hard work hard work you work every day you get up you you know you be a good steward be a good steward over what god's put in front of you yeah. you know what i'm saying make the most of every opportunity what would you name this episode if you can name it anything you would you name it anything in particular i was thinking about naming it god's gangs and religion <laughs> god gangs and religion <laughs> Yeah. It separates it. Yeah, it's God. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I'd be right religion. there. You know, I'd be right there. Something like you know, uh, all glory to God, or maybe even Doxa. Do do, do something like Doxa. Doxa is just another word for glory. Uh, I didn't even in, in Greek. Oh. Yeah, I don't speak Greek, bro. I'm gonna say it in Spanish. Um, so how, I was gonna say, how can people stay in touch with you? So you don't got social media. How do we get in contact of Eric Andrade? They want to talk to you, connect uh, with you. Well, they can get a hold of you. All right, brother. Well, thank you for coming through. Uh, we're about to end it. Yeah. Um, thank you again, and uh, we out.